the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting Hello. episode of the Tom and Jared Gaming Show, the show where we talk about all things video game related to the new stories, to what we're doing playthroughs of, and what we're collecting. Uh, how have you been, Jared? Pretty. Okay, okay. you're not pretty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty. Beautifully sorry, okay. You, sure, you're pretty. Sure, we'll we'll we'll. Sure. Beautifully okay. You're beautifully okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for today's episode of the Tom and Jared Gaming Show, we got a couple of interesting stories. But the thing is, today is I really did not get a whole lot of news stories today. I've got like one major story and one that's uh well, it's also kind of important, but it's not as big as the first one. Uh, so. And, you know, we can't really do our usual length episode with just a couple of stories. So in order to fill out time and and add more and interesting content, because I thought about doing this for a while, uh, I'm going to pose a couple of different questions on Jared mm. that we can have a discussion on. And I think this is going to be interesting because uh, uh, I've, I've been thinking about experimenting this with this kind of format. And now let's see how this actually goes. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, Jared, what's your social security number? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I, can do, I can get that one. <laughs> Let me get it real quick. <laughs> okay, that's great. Awesome. Um, okay, so the first first real question. Uh, I didn't and... do it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh uh, no, no, no. Did you hide the body, Jared? Did you hide the body? Did you kill her? Did you kill Annie? Is Annie not okay? <laughs> smooth um, okay 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 so first question uh this is something i i got from a, a conversation i had with a buddy of mine uh, earlier today um do you think that video game companies uh today are more focused on monetization rather than making a good quality game hmm so, okay, that's a that's a question. Like, like, do you think do you like? Let me phrase it in a, in a way that makes more sense. Yeah. Do you think their companies are more focused on how can they they make the most money off their games instead of how can we make the best quality games? Do you think money has become a bigger focus than quality? Does that does that? Is I mean, that I I think it would be very more. It could be. I'm not good at talking, but <laughs> neither am I, as you can but, uh, see. <laughs> uh, but uh, as as of the one I'm trying to think, I mean, as I it mostly be attributed as because gaming is getting more popular. I mean, I mean, I mean, it always gaming companies do want to make money. It's one of the main things. But like, well, yeah. I guess you say as more gaming, more game companies is becoming more of a thing with like how popular it is now. I mean. Yeah, I mean it's 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 normal to like... want to make money, but is the money coming before like the video game the game's quality? Do you know what I mean? Because really, right yeah, now, yeah, I understand. Because there's, there's controversies with EA right now about uh, yeah. you know, we talked about it before. Like, there's the whole Madden drama going I on. It, yeah, I guess it, yeah, I guess it's just it's a case by case basis. I mean, there's big corporations, and then there's the indie developers, and then there's just like. I mean, EA is the worst it, there is, but like just other examples too, because yeah. like Bethesda, Bethesda like yeah, went green. down that route too with Fallout seventy six, and just everyone hated that game basically, because it was all microtransactions, 
transactions and all of that. And, you know, there was like, they, there was, they, they had that whole thing where there was like a, a collection of stickers that you could get and they made a fake sale where they claimed it was really $24 when in actual, but you could get it for like 12 bucks or something when really the base price was always 12 bucks, but they were just, it was like a fake price gouge to like make it seem like you could get yeah. it cheaper than it. Well, really that's illegal. Like you can't do that as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware. Uh, yeah. but as besides that, you know, and, and, and I know EA is like the most egregious case when it comes to that, but you know, you have like Activision and, you know, having all these monetization schemes mm -hmm. going on where, Hey, you can get a gun if you get this skin or, or like, Hey, you can get a better gun if you get this and all that. Yeah. I used to have like people experimenting, like trying different things and seeing what works like, Oh yeah. And then most of the time it doesn't work or I don't know, but it seems like as video games getting more popular and then they're more trying to like, yeah, I mean, I used so to be, quick yeah, buck. quick buck, right? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I used to be the opinion of, you know, if my, if you want to do like loot boxes or microtransactions, as long as it's like cosmetics, that never happened. <laughs> uh, but anyways, what I was saying was, if you want to do, I used to be the opinion of if you wanted to do you know, cosmetic microtransactions or cosmetic based loot boxes. I would have been fine with that. But now I don't think that's a good idea because what we've seen from like EA in particularly is that if you let them, if, if you be, if you make it, if, if you become acceptable with certain practices, practices they do, they're going to keep pushing it forward. So like if you might be okay with cosmetic stuff, but as they push forward, they might want to do, you know, put in other shit, you know, like they may yeah. like put in pay to win stuff as well. And yeah, so might... that's probably the worst of it. The pay, the pay to win type of uh, boxes like that. That's probably the worst of it all. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like, it's oh. well, yeah, because well, getting because like getting you know microtransactions aside, what my buddy you know mentioned too is that. Or actually, maybe I mentioned this. Who knows? But <laughs> what what we've noticed, like too, is that uh, there's a lot of games out there that are just uh, they're only selling. You know, they're they're taking advantage of DLCs and expansions in a way that really shouldn't work. You know, DLCs are supposed to be like an expansion to a game. Like here, yeah. like here's like the pie, and here's a little bit of extra whipped cream. You know what I mean? But yeah. nowadays, you have some some games are just uh, that expansion is just the more of the game itself. You know what I mean? Season passes and shit. Yeah, but also we're also through one of some of the worst of it. If you remember back in the 360, they had I think Capcom one of the big people that did it was on disc DLC where the di the DLC was literally on the disc in the code, but it was locked behind a paywall and there was a DLC. If you remember that back in the day, that, they actually did that. <laughs> so it, yeah, some some shit like that. Yeah, it was DLC. it was it stupid, really crappy. That was but, yeah, stupid. There's yeah. great ways of doing DLC, and then there's shitty ways. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's awful ways of doing DLC. Like what I was talking about is when they take the game, like they they take the base game and make it only twenty five percent of the whole game, and make all the mm -hmm. expansions and shit 
that you have to pay extra for. Yeah, those are they don't put any content into it. Like they're just like, eh, we'll put more into it. Like you know, like you yeah. buy Destiny or whatever, and then then a year later exactly. it's like, oh, the special with everything with all the shit on it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Game, it's like five bucks. It's like when you buy Destiny, that's just the base game, but you have to buy all the expenses and shit to get the extra games. And if you're really patient, you can just wait it out and until there's like a bundle and all of that shit comes together. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. And, and you see it too with like fighting games and whatnot, where yeah. there's like there's season passes to get new fighters and and to a, a certain extent, I kind of understand that. Because, uh, like, they, like fighting games make a lot of money from these, uh, you know, mm -hmm. season passes. Enough to where they could make an entirely second video game if they wanted to. But I get to that. It's like, it's a lot cheaper to make new characters for a game that already exists than to build a, yeah. a brand new game from the ground up. But, yeah, you just hope to, like, have, have a complete game when you buy it and not yeah. have to do that shit. Like, just think about it in the future. If that DLC doesn't, you can't download the DLC anymore. Like, like a game I have. But I the show later on, but like, just sometimes like it could probably be, it could probably be worse if it's like something like that. But you never know. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially too, because some games can have just multiple season passes. Like, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters, for example, that game has like three different season passes for different sets of characters. Mm -hmm. So like, and I think, and and, and those are all expensive in themselves. Of themselves if you're trying to get like all the characters and whatnot um yeah. and i think too is that uh and, and sometimes you'll see fighting games will do shady th things too yeah. like they might put a character behind paywall who was already and it's not like they haven't been developed yet they were already yeah. developed and i forget which game that did this it's not coming to mind right now but there was a game that had a specific character locked behind a paywall, and that character was already finished development, you know, for the game. They just decided yeah. to put a paywall behind that particular character. I forget what game that is, and it's maybe it was Injustice Two, One or Two. I'm not was, entirely sure. I remember Street Fighter X Tekken did that. I think it was that maybe it, yeah, may, maybe it was Street Fighter and X Tekken. I'm. Yeah. But yeah, but a lot of those have those extra modes and stuff. And like a good example I can think of is the new Samurai Showdown, which is a SMK fighting game. There's there's a there's a regular version, but then there's a complete edition they release physically. Like you can get the first the the first version for like ten bucks or so because it's so cheap. Because but then there's then there's a sixty dollar complete edition that has all the DLC characters and everything, where the base game is just kind of useless because of how much DLC they added to it. So that's some fighting games can do that. They release an extra version that's like, wow! I should just waited. I should have just waited a year to, to get a complete edition. I paid sixty dollars for that regular edition, and now I could have waited to pay the same price for a version that has all this new content in it. So you never know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. And then yeah, and then you have to like, and and sometimes expansions can work out too. Like Mortal Kombat Eleven, I heard went mm -hmm. out pretty good because they. Mortal Kombat 11 has that whole aftermath expansion, and that feels like mm -hmm. what my buddy says. He he, it feels like a genuine expansion to the game, and not just like a yeah. add-on. It feels like you're getting a part two to we you know the Mortal Kombat you know 11 storyline, which I'm you know uh, happy with. And then there are mm -hmm. sometimes too, like sometimes like the opposite can be true, where a game can feel like it's lackluster in its characters. Like I know 
Marvel versus Capcom Infinite had that problem. And it wasn't entirely their fault. It was because of like licensing rights with Disney and all that, where they could only use like certain characters. And I will say, I've played Mar Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. It's, it feels, excuse me, it feels much more bland compared to its predecessor, uh, yeah. Marvel versus Capcom 3. Like, because that was a, that was a much more lively game and it had a much better cast of characters because you had Mega Man, you had Deadpool, you could you, you could play as Phoenix Wright in that game. I always thought that was funny. You could play as Phoenix Wright and it was like his like ultimate ability is just you 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 pin the your opponent for some kind of crime. That's I always thought that was funny. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, it's uh I guess it is what it is. I I sometimes worry just about what the direction gaming is going in where like i get you you want to make money but at the same time it, it feels like money is being put over quality like that's what happened yeah. with uh the telltale you know because they tried dr growing way too fucking quickly and they put out yeah. so many games and a lot of them were just mediocre and they weren't well received so all these triple a, a lot of these triple a studios it's just <laughs> yeah, a lot of multiplayer. Since people do multiplayer games, I'm not. I could. I can't. I'm not like too big into like. I can. I could. I'm not more. I would call it a knowing than a lot of other people. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I used to play multiplayer games all the time, but I just. I don't know. I, it's not my thing anymore. I don't like dealing with people. I'm much more happy with single player experiences and like Ghost of Tsushima. That's a fantastic game, and that's actually going to have a multiplayer sometime next month. Um, who knows? I might play it with a buddy of mine because he's a he's a, he loves that game. Uh, and I and I'll talk about that later on when we discuss playthroughs and shit. Uh, but I think, jeez, where was I at? But I think uh, just when it comes to, like, DLC, I, I don't think you should treat customers like they're a wallet, you know. Like, sometimes mm -hmm. it feels like, you know, you're... It's funny, my buddy of mine used this uh, analogy where if... Um, if they... If, if, uh, if, you know, back in, like, the Middle Ages when... Uh, a religious leader, religious people would have to sacrifice a goat or something. They would never show it the knife. They would they would treat it well and kindly, and would you know kill it when it was least expecting it. So, like that way, you're not showing your like malicious intentions. Like you're treating gamers well to mm -hmm. all this nice stuff, but you're basically like cutting the wallet in half. Like the your wallet's like the goat essentially. Maybe that yeah. wasn't the best way he phrased it, but you know. <laughs> uh, so that yeah, was the first. Go ahead. Yeah, there's, there, there's, there. As you said, there's, there's going to be shitty developers like that, but there's always going to be developers that are legitimately passionate, passionate about making video games and making a piece of art for people to play. But even, even though there's going to be also developers that are just, just in it for the money and they just all they're thinking is like, oh yeah, how, how do how, how do we maximize our profits? Yeah. So, it's just going to be a bit of both. It's so. it is what it is. It's just the way it is. I it guess, is the way it is. I guess just, yeah. That's, I guess that's just how. It's a big, you're right. it's a big business. It is a big business. Like, 
Yes, it's even bigger than the movie industry. Like, there's more people who are playing video games than are watching movies. Like, that was, like, a big deal. Especially now. I think a year or two ago. <laughs> Especially now, yeah, because how big multiplayer games are now. But, uh, yeah, whatever. I guess it's, it just means that the industry is growing. And similar with, like, YouTube stuff, if you think about it. Because, like, everyone <laughs> wants to be a YouTuber to make money and all that shit. Which, well, you shouldn't you know, do that. You should just do it just to enjoy it because the likelihood that you're going to make money off YouTube is really, really rare unless you're like one of the ultra mega big YouTubers or if you're a corporation yeah. or something. Or, or you uh, or you just uh, do surprise eggs and, and you uh, do and you to make your channel for like babies. Yeah, you'll be a millionaire. Yeah, that, that could work too. Because <laughs> apparently that could work too. Toy unboxings. Toy unboxing, yeah, yeah. Some child. Yeah, if actually, you wanna, if you, yeah, if you wanna like get get just get rid of all your dig dignity and just uh, pretty you know. much. <laughs> if you're just in it for the money, you might as well do the toy channel shit. I mean, like, oh, dude, yeah. some there was some like child, like seven or eight year old child who did that, who ran that kind of channel, and now he's a millionaire. <laughs> like a seven or eight year old millionaire. There's that kid Ryan. Whatever he did, toys and he has his own video game, Racing with Ryan. If you've ever heard of it, it's a classic. Dude. Sounds like He's a classic, like, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's a racing game. It's of a kid that makes this whole channel's unboxing toys. And he even has his own, and he has his own video game. It has it's on PS4, Switch, and <laughs> Xbox One. Dude, it's crazy. Maybe we should review <laughs> it for the for the channel. Maybe we should. I've been always wanting to get that game. It's called Racing with Ryan. It's like. The power-ups are surprise eggs and shit. Like, oh, man, it's, it looks like a classic. I'm sorry. It came out last year. I've been wanting to play it. I don't know why. It's, it's <laughs> hey, it sounds I like just want to good... get that off my chest. I, sounds... I, keep, I always think about it. It sounds like a good quality game. I could totally understand that. <laughs> but, um, Look it up. It exists. Uh, I didn't... I'm happy that you told me that exists. I didn't, I, I didn't think that was a thing. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of st stupid shit that they turn into video games nowadays. So, I guess I'm not too surprised. But so, the uh, I guess we'll move on to the second question now. So the second question I have, and I, I'm ashamed I didn't have the game with me because it would have been perfect. Because I I have the game. Uh, but uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars is now officially out, and it I is. have the game somewhere. But I'm didn't think to bring it to the desk, you know, to the, to my desk to show on the podcast. So I guess that's a. Dude, I don't believe you. Me. You didn't buy it. Not <laughs> not not there. I I don't believe you. Sorry. Sorry. I'll show. I'll 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 prove you all wrong. Damn it! I I, I bought it. I swear. <laughs> I swear I got it before it sold out on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, since since the game's out now, uh. And you've got all the, you know, classic Mario titles remastered in HD. I figured I'd ask, uh, what's, uh, what do you think, what's your favorite Mario game out of all the ones you've played? If, uh, if wow. there's one. If there's anyone mm. that stands out. Yep. Okay. One of my, one of my favorites is the uh, Super Mario All-Stars, the regular Super Nintendo one. It has the remake of 1, 2, and 3. It's one of it's one of my favorites. I do really I do really like the way they remade it. They have saves, and they're they're just really appealing and cool. Like it's a little better because Mario Three on NES is really good. 
but like it's so long <laughs> it's yeah. like and you can't have to play it in one sitting but uh and they yeah. got remade graphics and shit it's i don't know if it's better than the other uh better than the nes one but i, I do like that uh, that mario good thing like, that nes online for the switch has safe states <laughs> yeah so that way you don't have to worry about that <laughs> Because I'm like the same way. I used to... I, I never beat Super Mario Brothers 3 just because it was such a long game. And I, it, mm. you couldn't save in that game. Like, I used to play that on a Wii emulator as a kid. And I could... I never got that far in it just because of, like, how long mm. it was. Like, I think... It, it, I'm sure there's, like, shortcuts in that game, too. Because I know I've seen shortcuts in it before. But, like... I don't know. It's uh, it, it's definitely a game that needs like save states and all that, because it is a long game. Uh, and I might and I might do a playthrough of that sometime, just because I've I I do have the yeah. you know, NES online and actually recently uh, Super Nintendo Online just came out too, because in that in the and one of the games they added with that was actually what you just described, Super Mario All Stars, which mm-hmm. it's. It's almost kind of pointless because every game that's remastered for for that for All Stars you can pay, play on NES Online pretty pretty much. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a good version. It, it is a unique version. But, uh, it but, was uh, but a of lot the, of go yeah. ahead. But a lot of I wish I could suggest I could really say what my favorites are. Oh, I feel kind of fake because like a lot of these games I've played but I haven't beaten and I feel terrible like. I love the Paper Mario games, the ones, but I have never beaten them. And like Mario Galaxy, I love, but I've never beaten it. So I was like, how can I really say? I, how can I really say they're one of my favorites? I haven't listen, beaten them. Listen, like I loved Mario Galaxy too, and I never beat that game either. Like I was just a really beautiful game from a graphical standpoint. Because you, you call me a all, fake gamer. You're you're. <laughs> it's okay, Jared. We're, I'm patting you on the back. We're we're there for you. <laughs> We'll we'll make sure you we'll make sure you get some kind of prescription to get you off the fake gamerness. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and and it's and going back to All Stars, it was it's re- it was really unique too in the sense that it was like one of the first games that had like an American release for the Super Mario Brothers two like Lost Levels. That, yeah. That was like the real Mario Brothers two. Like so, for oh. those of you watching who oh. don't know. Some of you might not know that it's a, it's fine because some people might not know this, but the Super Mario Brothers two that was released in America was not the same Mario Brothers two that Japan got. The game the, the game that we got in the the Mario Brothers two we got in Japan was act or sorry in America was actually a reskinned version of a Japanese game that I forget what the name of it was. Do you remember? You make Kojo Doki Doki Panic. Doki, yeah, that. that. It's on the fam- it was on the Famicom Disk System. <laughs> what what he what Jared said that yeah. that was the original game, but when they brought it over to America, they just called it Super Mario Brothers Two and reskinned all the main characters to look like you know Mario characters. Yeah, yeah, I reskinned some of the things. I added mushrooms, and then they also made also made it where you can run. You can't run in the original game. Game you can't press B and run. I couldn't stand, but yeah, it's basically the same. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So for, so for the, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So the the real Super Mario Brothers two, which in America is known as Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels, that was the real Super Mario Brothers two that was released in Japan. 
The reason it never got an official American release was because it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's just trash. It's awful. It's but, pretty bad. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the reason it, the reason it got it never got an official American release is because it's a it's much much more difficult than the first game. It's a lot harder, and the reason they they never made an American release is because I guess the Japanese Nintendo thought that American players would would be would, would get too overwhelmed by. The how difficult it was they they looked down on us American players, Jerry. How, could you believe that? Those freaking it's because Japanese. they were smart and they realized that game was ass and it was like a it was it's like a it's like a freaking ROM hack of where it's like they just made the, the game like stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they made a smart decision because <laughs> uh, Mario Brothers Two is an NES the NES one's way better, <laughs> even though it's way yeah. different. But yeah, it's way in different. my opinion. <laughs> well, <there's>... Yeah. <laughs> Well, if, I, I guess, guess it was just I, not really a thing of what a sequel was. They're just like, let's let's give them the first game, but more of it. Yeah. Well, I guess they didn't think of a way of what a sequel. There wasn't that many sequels probably during that time. Well, I, I mean, it was like, the <laughs> NES. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it was the NES. Like, what could you have done for a sequel back then? Like, you know, until the, Mario Three. But you know, well, <laughs> you, you got a point there. <laughs> You, well, got, you got a point. It was very early in the NES's life, so they, they just probably didn't think. They probably just didn't know, like, oh, like, what should we do for a sequel? And they just didn't think, oh, let's make it just a better game. Let's just use the same shit, but make it, I don't know, yeah. harder. Yeah, America was much. like, this is not it, Chief. And then they, they yeah. didn't know it's too. Yeah. But it's interesting that regard. I actually played a little bit of Lost Levels for like the Switch on NES Online. It is very difficult. Like I won't lie. Like you, you're gonna need uh, if you're gonna play Lost Levels, do it on the NES Online. That way you have safe states and also because you have that replay functionality too. Mm-hmm. You have that replay. Oh yeah, that reminds me of a third of a of a question I. I had an idea for it, but I'm not sure if I should bring it up because we're already two questions in, and I, we've already got other stuff that's playing. Some questionceptions. Questionceptions. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll save it for next week. It'll, it'll give us something to talk about. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so you say you liked, uh, you know, All-Stars. Me, personally, like, I grew up playing Mario 64, so probably that game. But, again, I also really liked Mario Galaxy as well. And I also love Super Mario Galaxy 2. And it pisses me off that Nintendo does not acknowledge Galaxy 2's existence. Like, fucking just went through a whole run-through of all the Mario games that come out. And they completely skip Galaxy 2. Just what the hell, Nintendo. Yeah. It's like I don't love Mario 64, but, uh... I'm not blinded by nostalgia like other people. Oh, I, can, sure. I can accept it for its faults. <laughs> good, good for you, man. Because <laughs> I probably couldn't do that. <laughs> well, I, actually, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of do because I grew up playing Sonic Adventures one and two, and I can look back on those games realizing, yeah, they're not perfect. They definitely have flaws, but I still love them for how they are. But yeah. um. <clears throat> With that being said, let's. Uh, I guess we should move on to the main stories of the day. Mm-hmm. So I guess the first thing we should talk about is the PS5 showcase. Actually, both both of these stories are going to involve 
PlayStation 5. But we'll, first, let's get into the big story, the meat and, the meat and potatoes of the story. And that is the PS5 showcase that happened a couple days ago. Oh, so, yeah. There was a lot of shit that was released for the showcase. And I'm actually, quite a few of those games I actually got hyped up for. And I'm really excited for it. So, uh, I don't know if you want to start off or if you want me to start off. Like, how do you, how do you I want mean, to do this, Jared? I, I mean, I got, I got, I start out from the beginning. I don't know where your game started off, but uh, the first game they showed was Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Like the first game they showed. That was which, like, I know. Which, uh, it looked fine. It, kinda, uh, it was kind of unexpected. They just kind of dropped it. Who knew, 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 no one knew they were going to be dropping a Final Fantasy 16. It was a console exclusive, so it's probably going to be on PC. But probably. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't really played the Final Fantasy 15 yet. I have it downloaded on my system, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I've never cool. played. Go ahead. They're going back to more, uh, medieval stuff like the original final fantasies it looks cool it mm. sort of looks all right i don't know if it, it looks like a lot of people aren't like like it was like oh, holy shit there was one oh that's cool it seems pretty interesting it seems kind of interesting and it looks kind of cool I, I might check it out one of these days if i ever beat final fantasy 15 i'll start yeah. playing that one day i, so I the next game yeah yeah the next game right uh do you want to okay i'll you just go. yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll just go um yeah, because I've been meaning to play Final Fantasy XV too, because ever since I played um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I absolutely loved it and have been interested in getting into other Final Fantasy VII games. I've been thinking of, well, Final, Final Fantasy games, I mean, I've been thinking about getting into, uh, you know, Final Fantasy XV. I don't know how similar or different that is from Final Fantasy VII, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I know... The remake was different from its gameplay in terms of like the original uh, game because the original Final Fantasy VII was more of just like a, an RPG, JRPG. It's a turn-based, turn-based, turn-based. JRPG. I'm sure. And, I think Final Fantasy XV is more action RPG. I don't think it's as, like a, a traditional. It's not a traditional. R- yeah. It's not a traditional like. Uh, if it's action RPG, then I can totally be down for it because that's what I really loved about it's the really Final cheap. Fantasy VII remake. Because that remake, yeah, that was. It's, it's also free on PSN right now. I think it, it is for September. So, oh yeah, shit. I think I it should, is. I should get that while well, I still can because I, I have a PS Plus subscription. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I am. That that is something I've wanted to do is you know get into another Final Fantasy VII game and. Really, there's other turn-based RPGs that I am also into, like Persona Five. Like I, I've been meaning to get back into that as well, but mm-hmm. uh, just I don't know. I haven't had had the time for that yet. It's fucking JRPGs are so long, man, and it's like yeah. a really long. And also, Persona Five is just a really long game. Like just just the base of you know Persona Five. Not talking Royal. Like that takes like ninety plus hours or something to complete. It took right? me eighty six. But yeah, but if you're not good, I guess it'd take you longer. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> you want to fight, motherfucker? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. I'll, so, I'll, I'll so that punch was the first you you'll never see it coming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was the first announcement. And then the next one I think you could probably talk about more. Yes, uh, yes. The new Spider-Man. Yes, the new Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I saw the gameplay for the new Spider-Man, and I have to say it looks fantastic. I love it. I love the combat. It looks really fluid. It look, looks really natural how it looks. The story is pretty interesting. 
you know, I'm not very familiar with the Miles Morales Spider-Man, say, for, like, the, uh, you know, Into the Spider-Verse film. But this looked like a really amazing game. I loved Spider-Man for PS4 and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Looks like it's going to be a really exciting game on its own. Uh, the one thing I, I'd be concerned about, though, is that I'm worried... It looks... I don't know. It looks too similar. Like, I worry if yeah. it's gonna, this is going to be like a copy-paste of Spider-Man PS4. It it doesn't scream... And it also doesn't scream PS5 to me. I, it, the whole entire time, I'm like, it's probably being done on PS4 Pro. It doesn't really seem like... I think it's coming on both. I don't think it's going to be just on PS5. I'm pretty sure it's coming on PS4 as well. So it doesn't hmm. really scream, like, making me want to get a PS5 just to, from Miles and Morales. I don't know. I think it's pretty the, good, though, but... yeah. There, there's other games that make me want to get a PS5 besides Miles Morales, and we'll get into those in a second. But you know, Spider-Man looks like a, it looks like a Miles Miles Morales. It looks like it's a great game. I love what what it might have in store for the players. But again, I worry about how similar it looks to the first Spider-Man PS4, and you know, like what Jared said, it's uh, looks doesn't look like what you'd expect from a you know PS5. But uh, I guess with that out of the way, you want to move on to the next game on the list. Yeah, I, I can't really. Yeah, I can't really talk much about it. I'm not too familiar with it, but it looks cool if you're into it. Uh, the new Ho- it's Hogwarts Legacy. It's like a Harry Potter like world. I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with Harry Potter stuff. I'm I'm not. Too I've never been a fan of Harry Potter, so I like I don't yeah. really care too much about that. Yeah, but it looks pretty cool if you're into it. It's like a open like a actual world. It's like you're just a your person in that world. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, I. But then, uh, but then the uh, but if you're Makes me want to actually watch the movies, maybe. One of these days. Maybe I will. Maybe. But for now, I don't have to top it <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, if you're a Harry Potter fan, it, it does look like something I guess you'd be into if that's your kind of thing. But I've never been a Harry Potter fan, so I I don't really care too much about it. So, uh... That could be game. look good if you're just an adventure game fan. If you're yeah, an, the next if, game yeah, was, uh... If, yeah, if you're an, an adventure game fan. That that's true. It too. could be just good for that, but it probably helped be Hogwarts. They if you are, if but the like, next thing they yeah. showed was a what? If if you're the next an thing they show, fan, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we, just move so The on, next thing they on. show was yeah. The next thing they showed was um, <laughs> the Call of Duty Cold War. Yes, actually, I got a lot more hyped for that trailer than I thought I would be, to be honest. Yeah, because it looks so good. Like the the it, it's so stylish, just how it played mm-hmm. out. Like uh. You you had you were doing shit that you couldn't you couldn't really do in previous COD games before, like you know there was like that part where he fucking you know strap he 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 hold he holds an enemy as hostage then he straps a bomb to his back and then you shoot the bomb and he explodes, and then there was like there was also another part where the player like the main character. I swear it looked like a, a, a finisher you would see in Doom where he just like knifes him in the neck shoots him and then just snaps his neck. That's like some like Doom Doom esque shit right there. Like that's not something you'd expect in a Call of Duty game. So I'm like, ooh, I'm like, okay, this 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 is really promising for a Call of Duty game, and I and I want to play like the if it's available. I'll, I might want to I might want to check out the Alpha too while it's still available. It's from the 18th to the 20th. So today, to, it's today yeah. through the 20th. You can do that. So today, uh, from actual well, from the time we're recording this. You know, you can do it today, tomorrow, and the twentieth. But once you once this podcast goes out live, then 
you'll only be able to see it you'll they'll only be able to play it from that day and tomorrow but you get it you get what i mean so from friday saturday sunday you can check out the alpha of the game if you have a ps4 that's that's the big thing too because this is only available if if you have a ps4 you can't do it on pc or xbox or anything else because apparently just activision likes to suck sony's dick i guess you know <laughs> yeah but I, I look it looks interesting i yeah, do look to, forward to it to me it just looked like a call of duty game i don't know just like how call of duty has like big these big events happening it, like a big like that's, that's 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 like every call of duty where they try to outdo each other it, it looks, might be it looks like that fine i don't know like it looked like the, didn't look very i mean there's some crazy things but like it like like it didn't look like much different than just a regular call of duty to me it didn't scream like anything i don't know it looks fine i mean i don't know it, looked, it didn't really. Imp- I didn't really impress me too much, but you know, it looked more stylish looked than a typical COD game. But that—that's just my opinion, I guess. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess we should move on. Then. Same stiff kind of, same kind of stiff looking kind of animations. It looked about the same as normal. It normally does to me. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, it it's fine. But uh, then <laughs> so you, yeah. that, that, I guess that's I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that that's all I can say. I thought it looked interesting for what it was, but I can see where you're coming from. And at the end of the day, it's just a trailer. You know, it might just be your, your standard COD game when it finally does come out, and I'll fully acknowledge that. And when I when I go play the uh, when I play the uh, alpha, assuming that I can just play without having to pre-order it, because I'm not pre-ordering the game just to play the alpha. You know, but. Uh, if if I do play the alpha, and I and I see that's just a standard COD game, I'm I'm not gonna be too surprised about it. Yeah, it looks looks cool. But do I just keep thinking about it? You remember remember what the launch game launch uh, PS4 Call of Duty game was? <laughs> I keep forgetting how old PS4 is. Advanced Warfare is that was that it? Was it? Call of Duty. It was Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh fuck! Was the, I'm was old. the launch PS4 game? <laughs> just, I feel. Do you think how old I... it was? Like that's that was the game that came out at launch. It was Ghosts. Oh damn! That was long, that I rem- long ago. I remember damn. that. That was so long ago. I was, I think, I was still in middle school when that game came out, because that was it oh. was that long. <laughs> I don't yeah. think too many people are playing Ghost now <laughs> nope. on their PS4. <laughs> I guess you could say it's a uh, Ghost Town, but um, bump. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah. But... Speaking of Ghost Town, or maybe villages. The next game, <laughs> Resident Evil Village. Oh boy! I gotta say, into that one looks interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a good transition right there. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, yeah, I I gotta say, it looks interesting. Uh, no, no gameplay though. Just a just a tra- just a trailer. No, no gameplay. Anything, so I don't know really. No. <laughs> oh, you a... want to talk no gameplay? Wait till we get to the last game. <laughs> but that oh, that'll, yeah. that'll that'll come that'll come when we get to it. But uh, this uh, it looks interesting. You know, Vill- uh, Resident Evil Village. But uh, never been a big Resident Evil guy. I I tried getting into yeah. the games before. Like I, I I've played Resident Evil Seven, which is the predecessor to this game, this game coming out. Yeah, it seems to be it seems to be more following the Resident Evil Seven. Like, yes, kind of, like this is like a direct. Yeah, like, yeah, because related this, to that. Yeah, because this is a from what I've heard, this is a direct sequel to Resident Evil Seven, 
which from what from what I've heard is very unusual for the Resident Evil franchise because usually every sequel will have a different protagonist like yeah. uh, like Resident Evil's two and four will have Leon Kennedy and then Resident Evil's one and three and five will be you know fucking Chris I guess or uh, it's whatever all, it's all complicated it, it is a, code yeah. Veronica and shit like I, I don't even know it's a lot <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of different protagonists in uh, in the Resident Evil series. I think Resident Evil Seven was unique because that actually had a brand new protagonist. To yeah, and the... this is a new game, new thing. It was in first person compared to the other one. Yeah, and I need to hold on. I need to turn off my phone. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yo. So yeah, it's more first person like this one. So if you're more into like the Resident Evil Two remake, it's far. It's far. It's not going to be like that. Pretty much. I'm yeah. Assuming. So it's going to be like more around that style. It looks cool. I mean, there's not much about it. It's coming out next year. It's better than the last year's trailer. The trailer for the last one where the frame rate was terrible. When they showed last battle, the one they first unveiled it. That yeah. was like a big thing when that Resident Evil trailer came out. It was like, why does it look so laggy and shit? It looks way better to now. But <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I I've tried getting into the games, like I said, like it's mm-hmm. I just because because I know it's a popular series, but I, I haven't had much mm-hmm. luck because I've played the first Resident. Well, I I played the remake of the first game, and I didn't get that far in it because it was kind of complicated. and I kind of got lost on what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I've tried playing Resident Evil Seven, but I stopped because I was a pussy. Because <laughs> that's a really scary game, to be honest. Like playing that, that shit in fucking... VR though. Oh my shit! So, <laughs> oh, I was my friend do it. I couldn't do it myself. Yeah, for like two seconds, I'm like, oh, that's hor- It's horrifying. I would shit God. myself if I played that shit in VR. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm like, watch my friend beside me. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I I was I would be terrified to play that game in VR, dude. I would. Yeah, that's not that shit ain't for me, bro. <laughs> I might, yeah. I might check it out. I think I do have like Resident Evil Seven for PC, but uh, oh yeah. boy, I, I don't know. Yeah, Resident Evil is another one of those series where I like, I love the series, but I don't think I've ever beaten one of the games. <laughs> uh, I do like the series though. Yeah, and uh, it, the other Resident Evil game I played was uh, Resident Evil Four, and I and yeah, even I love that game. yeah, yeah. But well, I even that I, I couldn't get. Uh, that far in it because maybe it's for the platform I played on. I played on the Xbox One. I I couldn't get that far into the game just because the controls felt like so clunky. Like maybe I'm just used to traditional FPS games, but like it was weird having to like walk and then stop and then just point your gun somewhere. I don't know. It yeah. felt it felt kind of clunky to me. And well, that's and sort the, of the point. I mean, it's not yeah. supposed to be. You're not supposed to be, supposed to be like full control. Be like sort of that way. For scary effect, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is too is that Resident Evil Four is that 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 was the game that was de- meant to get new people into the series. The Resident yeah, Evil it was games. more action oriented, but it still wasn't like like Resident Evil Six levels where it went like a lot of it went full action. But you know, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> but uh. I don't know. I might give Resident Evil 4 another shot uh, when I play it on... I, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to try it on PC and see if keyboard and mouse controls would work better for me than a you know Xbox One controller. And, I'll, and I might do that sometime in October since, you know, October, month of Halloween, all that. 
I'll give it a I'll give it one more shot with uh you know Resident Evil Four and if I still can't get myself into it, then I might just give up on the series. To be honest, yeah. I, I tried getting I've I've tried getting into the series, but I've just I've just had no luck with it. But I, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, it looks like a good game, you know, Resident Evil Eight, and I might not play it for myself, but I'm sure there's plenty of Resident Evil fans who will end up enjoying it, you know. But yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess it's on that. I don't know if you, what uh, on the next one. I don't know if you have much to say about it. I don't really. It looks fine, but that Death Loop game they showed again. You have much to say I, about that? I skimmed through the trailer. It looks interesting for what it is. Can't really comment. Yeah, I mean, on yeah, it's though. developed by the same people who did. It's developed developed by the same people who did the Dishonored series. Looks looks fine. It's kind of mm. cool. Uh, it kind of has Dishonored. a style like nineteen seventies. I love Dishonored. That's like one of my uh, favorite stealth based games. Developed by Arcane. Yep, those uh, are the people who made Dishonored. And I, and I... <laughs> looks cool. It's got got kind of got the style, kind of interesting looking concept. Looks fine. Uh, I don't know if it'd make me want to be a PS5. I'd try it if it was on sale or I got it up for a deal. I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't know if it would want to pay anything for that. But then the next game they showed was now they're they're even even at launch they're bringing remasters and shit. The new Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Yes, I actually, I that. actually got hyped as hell when I saw the that trailer. And uh, what, what, dude? What are you doing with your webcam? Sorry, man. I'm trying to look up something. Wait one second. Sorry, guys. Oh uh, yeah, never mind. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they announced that. Yeah, and I was hyped as hell when I when I saw that because I love Devil May Cry Five. That that was an awesome, awesome game, and it. It's cool to see it's getting like a new special edition. One of the cool things, favorite things that I saw from that trailer is that the fact that you can play as Virgil is going to be a playable yeah. character in the special yeah, edition. Yeah, that's one of the big things in that game. Yeah. That looks like it's going to be epic. I might get that game. I, I've played and beaten Devil May Cry 5 before, but that actually looks pretty fucking sweet if I'm going to be totally honest. Uh, we said it was going to be there at launch and that it was going to be available digitally on launch, which is kind of strange. It was the only game to say that. Interesting. Which uh, <laughs> I, don't know what that, I don't know what that means. If they're going to bring a physical or uh, I, I don't know. but <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like a COVID thing where it's like, hey, you can get the digital version earlier than the physical or something like that. It was the that. only game that said it, which was weird. It, was it looks weird. cool. Maybe they're just getting with the times. They know like digital games are becoming more prevalent now, especially with like COVID and all that shit. Because some people are gonna are buying their games digitally nowadays because they don't want to go outside and get you know get the games themselves because they're pussies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So these next two, I don't have much to say about the next two. Uh, they're, they showed off the new... I haven't played the series too much. I do think it's kind of cool, but I haven't, I haven't really spent time with a lot of the series. They announced a, that new Oddworld game for the new in the, in the new Oddworld series. Yeah, I skimmed called, through called, some of it. It's called Soulstorm. Uh, it looks fine. It, it looks good. I mean, it's like, a, it's like a 2D platformer type game. I mean, it's sort of like like the Oddworld that always are. It's, when you look at it, it's like... It doesn't really scream... It's another game where it doesn't really scream PS5. It seems like... A, I mean the, the the guy the guy in the video was like only this we use all the stuff that with the power of the PS5. I'm like I'm looking at it like 
maybe, I guess. But, you know, it looks cool. I need to go play the other Oddworld games. I've never played them, even though I own them. They look really fun and looks like really, really wacky. But, but uh, I don't know. It's that's about much I can say about it. You probably can't say much else about I, it. I, I can't say anything about it. Like that's like one of the trailers I just skimmed through. I didn't even write that down as like one of the games just because. Eh, I don't know. I just want to see like what are the big games that are coming out, and I didn't see much interest. Then the next big game is Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh my God, guys! Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I, I gotta say something about that. You know, when I saw when I, when I was watching that trailer, I was genuinely excited for it because it looked so good. You're like, whoa, then, what is this, bro? Yeah, it looks yeah because of the voice, of the lady talking, and the child crying, the jump scare. It looked really good. Look, I was I was I was actually kind of intrigued by this game, and uh, then the title showed up that, and it said Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm like, oh well. That ruined it for me. <laughs> I was intrigued until the jump scare happened. That was like the lamest jump scare I've ever seen in my life. And then, and then the title popped up. I'm like it's like a it's like a double thing at the same time. I was like, damn, this is that that this is this is a game of the year, right? <laughs> even though there's no game. Yeah. So like, yeah, I was just immediately disappointed when I saw that was a Five Nights at Freddy's game. <laughs> yeah, I instantly pre-ordered my PS5. Exactly. Damn! Now I got a reason to get my that fucking PS5. Five hundred dollars. Here we go. <laughs> five hundred. Yeah. Five hundred dollar foot long PS5. That was a terrible rhyme. I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> uh, you. Uh, so let's, let's moving on. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a transition. <laughs> Here comes the big boy. The big one. Demon Souls. Yes, I am generally excited for Demon Souls because I've always those wanted graphics. All oh, those graphics. All oh, those graphics. So pretty. So pretty graphics. Some pretty fucking graphics. I tell you what. I I, like... I I gotta be honest. Those looked amazing. That looked absolutely stunning. Those those uh that video that um gameplay trailer because you had a lot of different. Uh, I I'll, and I and I see where Dark Souls gets their inspiration from because it's very much similar in, in that sense because it's very much like an action adventure game and looks fun it looks like it'll be a challenge and I I think it looks exciting like I'll be honest I've I've always wanted to play a Dark Souls game but I just never got around to it and now we're getting basically what's the grandfather of the Dark Souls games yeah it's the first game in the series yeah PS3 game Demon Souls <laughs> it's exclusive to the PS3. Demon Souls. The, the first one's pre- I hear is pretty good, just kind of janky. That's why I wanted. I kind of wanted to start with that one, but everyone was like, "Yeah, that game's kind of janky." I'd say start with Dark Souls. And I'm like, uh, "Okay," and it's got apparently got some problems with it. Apparently, uh, but uh, looks looks the first one looked cool, and it's got a really interesting development story. <laughs> the way it got out, if you never heard it, it's really, it's really entertaining. But yeah, yes. go ahead. Demon Souls remake looks. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, I must say. It does. Like I'm. That's we were talking earlier. There's other games I'd pre-ordered besides Miles Morales, and that's definitely one of them. That the the Demon Souls remake has me hyped up for PS5. I've always wanted to play a Dark Souls game. It and it might and it probably be pretty cool to start with like the really first one, 
you know, the Demon Souls. I, hopefully there's going to be a lot of improvements that they're going to have, uh, you know, compared to like the first iteration of the game. Because uh, it, it looks beautiful. I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Before I even played the game, I, I don't know what to say. But, it didn't uh, seem to, but it wasn't made by From Software, which is interesting. It was made by Blue Point Games and Sony Japan Studio. Which other games are developed by From Software. I don't uh, know yeah, if that, it's similar yeah, or, or same developed pillars on it or just different. But I thought that was an interesting. Like, hmm, not by From Software. Weird. But, you know, it's probably still going to be great. It looks good for that. I've, 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 I've never been good at the Dark Souls games, but maybe one day I'll be good. I mean, they're pretty I, I, I can't get good at anything. I suck at everything, but I, 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 I'm not... It's whatever. It's not hard. I don't know. If it's not the more hard. I mean, it's just like... It's hard, I guess. <laughs> I can't say anything. I, suck. I just suck at everything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, so that's cool. Yeah, well, you but suck. Then, <laughs> that, it's, it's interesting yeah. to know that you suck. <laughs> okay. So then Sony ahead. did something super unexpected. They did something so brave, and I am so proud of them. The next thing they did, they showed that Fortnite is coming to PS5. Yeah. How brave! That. How Holy brave! Holy shoot! Them. When took I saw that, I, I got, I, I was like, took a lot Holy of courage. Shit. Yeah, took a it lot. Took of a lot. To, yeah, it took a to, lot to, to to say that. Okay, so next game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing, I, it was one thing where I, I was confused. The I, there was the PlayStation Plus collection. They were pretty vague about what that was. I, I think I get it what it is, but like they didn't make it very clear. I think I get what it is too, and if if I get if from if I if I understand it correctly, it looks like it's gonna be like a different version of like the p uh, uh, an old a uh, sort of like PlayStation Now, where if you pay for a, a subscription, you can get all sorts of PS4, you know PS3 like PlayStation Now you can get. A, a bunch of PS4 games and along with a bunch of PS3 games too. This looks kind of similar in that regard because this looks like a because from what from what it advertises, I think what it is is that if you have if you have a PS5 and you get a PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus collector subscription, you're gonna be able to play a whole bunch of different PS4 games on your PS5, basically. That's yeah. what I got from it, um, and it looks good from what I've seen. It looks like uh, PS Now, but better, because from yeah. what from what they say, you'll be able to actually download the PS4 games, not yeah. like PS Now, where you're where you yeah you can download the PS4 games that are on PS Now, but for like the PS3 games, you fucking have to stream them. You don't you can't download them. Yeah. You don't have a choice in that regard. And so, I think it looks interesting. It might give you the chance to play some games you might not be able to play. Like there's Persona Five, there's Bloodborne, there's fucking Final Fantasy Fifteen is gonna be on it. Fucking uh, just a shit ton, sh- shit ton a shit of ton PS4 of, games. A shit ton of PS4 yeah. games are gonna be on it. It's it's amazing to be honest. Yeah, basically, I, what I interpret is like basically it's essentially just if you have PS Plus and you get it, you essentially just get those games just with your ps plus 
and uh, you get to down. It's just just download and play. So I guess that's what their thing is. I guess it's sort of, yeah, it's it's a sort of competing with the PlayStation Now and sort of like, sort of like uh, it sort of like ish like you know Xbox has their Game Pass, but it's completely different because X you pay for that and it comes with all the new games, not just the PS4 games. I guess it's sort of like that. It's like oh, you don't, but you don't have to pay for that. P that like like Xbox, you have to pay for the Game Pass. No, this comes this comes for just with your PS Plus. You get all these PS4 games with your shit. So that's uh, I guess that's what yeah, that's, but I'm at least. But at least with an Xbox Game Pass, you can down you you can actually download the 360 games and not fucking stream them. You know. Yeah, they they, they got a lot. They, they kind of. So uh, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. I don't have a PlayStation now, so I, I can't I can't yeah, really comment yeah, on that. But you. I know you did, and you have you have you have some opinions. So I do. <laughs> I <have> believe you. <laughs> I do have. I, I I do have some pretty strong opinions about the PS now. Like it's it's not as good as the Xbox Game Pass. Like there I, I think you'd be a lot if you if you were to get a Game Pass uh, if you were to get like a video game subscription, the Game Pass is a lot better than the uh PS now, especially cuz apparently uh you you're going to be able to play, you know, EA games on it now. Well, that's if you got Xbox Game Pass Ultimate cuz I don't think mm-hmm. that's available if you have the base price uh, uh game pass or base price subscription yeah but yeah Ugh. not falling asleep i'm not oh, and then oh. the next thing they announced was the the price the prices that was the big thing they announced it's a, the price it's a pr- pretty much what it was uh five hundred dollars four hundred dollars for the digital so there you oh, go right for like, the ps5 I, yeah not, and it's coming out November twelfth. I will in America. Say, so yeah, and uh, every and the yeah, in Canada, UK, and everywhere else that wasn't listed would yeah. get it on the nineteenth. Yeah, I will yeah. say though, I thought what here's what I thought was kind of funny was that mm-hmm. they had this whole cinematic view of like the PS five, um, the, of the PlayStation five. Like here, look at all the insides and all of the different crises of the playstation 5 look how cool it is and like it's the same design that everyone was making fun of like what are you what are you trying to do here sony this yeah, is the same the... <laughs> this is the same wi-fi route this is the same wi-fi sexy router wi-fi router. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same wi-fi router looking console that everyone was making fun of like why are you trying to praise it like it's so cool or whatever so epic so yeah. epic so, but, <laughs> there it is it, it looks cool i mean it's interesting it's unique looking at least <laughs> console and it's coming out there and i i i'm i don't know i don't know if i'm pre-ordering a ps5 i'm getting it launched i, I don't know yet I, I don't know i know that i guess it's coming with next with the pre-ordering but <laughs> and then i guess after they announced that they had a announcement afterwards that they said that we have a little little sneak peek on something at the end of it. Yes, I you know what that is. <laughs> I, that's what I wanted to talk about because it looks really interesting. Also because, yeah. and I think it's interesting just because of how vague it was, and it's very obvious to those who who've played the game. But it looks like coming next year, we're getting a sequel to God of War, the you know you know God of mm-hmm. War four that that came out, and. Uh, it, it, it leaves it leaves a, a lot of questions because 
all you saw was like you know the Kratos logo you have Kratos telling his board that it was time and you never even saw like the name God of War all the only thing you saw was that Ragnarok is coming in 2021 yeah. it's like ooh what's what's this what's what 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 Sony got planned cuz I loved God of War the uh God of War 4 was awesome I loved it I loved how they changed mm-hmm. it up from like the original games uh, and I and the only game I ever played was like before before God of War 4 the only God of War game I actually played was the first one uh and I mm-hmm. think the the second and third game are pretty similar if I'm not mistaken yeah but this looks like uh, I, I don't know I, I loved God of War 4 because of how it changed it up you know I loved how how it all you know played out and whatnot and I'm 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 curious to see what they what they've got in store because it looked like there was more to like the lore when the game ended like there was you know there was gonna be more to it. Mm-hmm. So all in all, the event was just fine. I mean, I didn't think it was like amazing or anything, but you know, it was all right. <laughs> okay, uh, show I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. <laughs> all in all. That's oh, the that was all right. PS5, which now you can pre-order. Apparently, I guess. Yeah, I don't know because I, I, I never tried to pre-order it, but apparently people are having trouble. I'm, I'm not. People I'm are. Not, uh, yeah, I'm not pre-ordering the PS5. I I ain't rich enough for that, man. <laughs> me no, not not me right now. No, no. But uh, yeah, they, they're people are getting shit canceled or something. Like pre-orders getting canceled or something. Something happening. Just a whole bunch of shit. Like I, I don't even know. Yeah, like and and that's the second news story of for this week is that apparently a lot of people are having problems with pre-ordering their PS5, and I think part of that is Sony's fault because, uh, from what I understand, is that uh, like Sony, th- there was miscommunication between Sony and like the customers. Apparently, like I think what happened was that. There were a lot more, a lot more people ordered PS5s than the, uh, Sony said they had a lot more PS5s than they actually had in stock, and because of that, they ended up, uh, they ended up like the, the pre- PS4 orders ended up getting overbooked, which is why some people ended up having their orders canceled because they basically had to decide, okay, we have more people pre-ordering PS4s than we have. <gasps> So excuse me. So we have to cancel some schmucks pre-order. We who's that going to be? Yeah, you know, basically. Like the guy in the video was like, "We look forward to having you getting your hands on a PS5." Looks like they're not look, looking forward too much. I guess. I guess not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I noticed from coupons is that games are apparently seventy-five dollars. Apparently, that's what I saw in, in like receipts that they weren't sixty dollars, but they were seventy-five dollars. Games are more apparently. I guess if you if you're if you're ordering a game on Amazon and then you have to pay for taxing and shipping, I can see that. But like, just yeah, the done like a pre- game. I done a pre-order. The guy did pre-order the console, and then the games are like seventy-five a piece or something like that. I was like, what? That's crazy. Was it like a standard edition thing, or was it yeah? Like I just say it was just Demon Souls and shit, and I'm like, oh man, I yeah, hate. Like, I really hope they're not gonna price gouge the fucking video games again. Because it used to be like fifty bucks you get for a new game. Now sixty dollars came became the new standard, and 
you're having companies like EA who are trying to push it that again and, and, and are trying to make it 70 bucks for for a game. It's like, no, yeah. stop, stop it. Get some help. Okay, you don't need yeah, it. You can, you yeah, you can pre-order this Demon's Soul Standard Edition, $69.99. Yeah, it's, they're charging $70 for games. Oh, yes. you've got to be fucking kidding me, At dude. Best Buy, yeah. They're really... They're they're really <laughs> making seventy bucks the new normal. I guess so. Games. I, it uh, makes me want to get it. Makes me want to get it. Makes me want to get it less. To be honest, <laughs> the, to, the yeah. Weight. I I think this is really really just stupid. Like why are why are you pricing the making these games so much making these games so much more expensive, man? I mean, sixty bucks is already a lot of money. I mean, it used to be fifty bucks. What was one of the fifty bucks? Now you're charging fucking seventy bucks for these stupid ass video games. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, what? I I I hate this corporate greed that's going on with the fucking <laughs> video games nowadays. It's games cost so much to make. I guess no. excuses. That, that's Ugh. just an excuse. They just want to be assholes and make more money. Yeah. I'm gonna wait to get it at the pawn shop. PS Five seconds at the pawn shop. <laughs> nah, uh, that's, that's, it's gonna be a while before that happens. Yeah. Very rarely um, is like a brand new thing gonna be at a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Now it's getting to the point where PS Four games are just as common as PS Three games, but it takes a while for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I gotta wait a while before that happens. So. <sighs> I guess that's how we that's how we end the sad we end the sad PS5 event. I, I guess probably won't get it, but I'll get it eventually, one of these days. Maybe when if it I'm, feels like I need to get it. Eh, maybe if I'm lucky, I might get it as like a Christmas present or something. But I'm not getting my hopes <laughs> up anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Anyways, uh, so we got a couple more segments left before the podcast is over. Uh. I'll, um, I guess I should, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the right order is. I'm just going to go into my thing. Uh, oh, so yeah. what I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about games I've done playthroughs of. I talked a little bit about Mario, but right now I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima lately. Um, it's an awesome game. Fantastic. I absolutely love it. It's quite the beautiful game. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Like just how much detail there is. I mean, that's true. That's true for pretty much all of Sony's the PlayStation exclusive games that they're just really mm-hmm. gorgeous. They're graphic from a graphical standpoint. Ghost of Tsushima is no exception. Like there's a lot of be- like the there's a lot there's so much detail that's put into like the world and the around you and all of this, you know. And uh I really love too is that it gives like like the it feels very authentic because if you don't know like Ghost of Tsushima is supposed to take place in Japan in like the 13th century, where yeah. I guess I don't know too much about the history, but I guess Japan was in a war with the Mongol with the Mongolians because I back then I guess the Mongols were were a, a a warrior race who wanted to conquer the whole world. Or something like that, mm-hmm. and they were trying to. And back then, they were trying to take over Japan as their next territory. And the game, and, and the story is essentially 
Japan or the Japanese trying trying to fight back against the Mongols, the Mongol invasion. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about the actual history behind it, but you follow this you play as the the nephew of this Japanese lord named Jin who uh his uncle was captured by the Mongolian army and uh he's basically trying to build an army to get him back and I think there's more to the story to that I think that's just the first act of it the rest of it I think is actually going to be you fighting back against the Mongolians and actually you know taking back Japan uh, essentially uh, and I think it, it look it's a it's a beautiful game. Like I said, it's very authentic. From I like I'm not I'm not a weeaboo. I'm not Japanese myself, but from what I understand, it's a very authentic game uh, to like the original Japanese culture. It's why you actually see that it's it's the best selling game in Japan right now. Uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Like the Japanese people, I really love this game, and I love it too for my own reasons. Just because it's a really fun game and. You know, especially because apparently this was made by a Western studio, like an American yes, studio. Right. I, yeah, that that actually kind of surprised me. I I I I thought with a game like this, it would it would have been made by Japanese people. But even then, like it's it to to make it if you want the to make the Japanese uh the Japanese experience more authentic, they actually give you some different ways to experience the game. Like for one, it, like. The first two options are just English, and then you've got English with subtitles. But you also have the option to listen to to play the game in Japanese with English subtitles. And you also have the ability. You also have an interesting mode called Kurosawa mode, which, if you don't know what, what that means, Kurosawa was a was a really famous Akira Kurosawa was a really famous Japanese director who made who made many fa famous movies like. Uh, the seventh samurai and other and others and you know seventh samurai i, I think is his most well-known piece of work but mm. the uh the game essentially that mode is, is is meant to be dedicated to that film director because it, it makes it makes the whole game you play the whole game with japanese audio and english subtitles and it's in black and white as well so, like, the mode is supposed to be essentially a dedication to Akira Kurosawa. I didn't choose that mode because I wanted to see the more beautiful stuff to the game. I wanted to see all the pretty colors and whatnot. But I might, yeah. if I ever do a second playthrough of this game, I might go back and end up playing Kurosawa mode. Uh, but that's, you know, the game I've been playing through today. It's a really fun game, and I can see why it's been getting as much hype as it is in... Uh, Am I? Do I regret stopping to play it for Mario Odyssey? Not really. I mean, Mario Odyssey is fun, but I, you know, getting back into Ghost of Tsushima, it's very fun. And I actually got a little yeah, bit further. I actually got a little bit further into the game than uh, when I originally stopped playing it for Mario Odyssey. Because when I when I first played it, it was just like some action stuff. You know, you fight some guys and you. You learn you learn some combat stuff to fight to fight off some dudes, but as you progress through the game, you, you learn more shit uh, along the way. Like you learn how to fire a bow and uh, a bow and arrow, 
So like you can yeah. do range attacks and stuff, and you also get learn the ability learn how to do stealth related stuff before. And I, I don't want to get into that too much because I don't want to get into spoil territory. But you can there, there's there's it's, it's an interesting ga- game because it's very difficult. Like you really have to think smart about when you fight off the Mongols. You have to th- you can't always take them on head on in a fight because there might be ten of them and you can lose health really quickly. And if I even if you have like resolve, which is resolve is how you regain health, that can run out really quickly as well. So you can't take on a whole bunch of guys at once. You have to think really smart about how, like how you how you're gonna take them on. You got sometimes you gotta be stealthy about it. You, sometimes you might have to like fire a bow and arrow from a distance. Sometimes you might you might have to like throw a kunai at you know one of them, which a kunai is like a Japanese weapon. You gotta, you know, think, you you know, how how you're gonna take what what's the smartest way to take on these people, the you know mm-hmm. your enemies, and uh, you know, I it's a it's a good game from what I've seen, and I'll if I I might talk about it again next week if I find out if I, if there's any new things I discover about the game, but as far as I as far as right now that's all I got to say about it. So Jared, do you wanna? I uh, get on with your last segment for this week. Yep, I'll get on. I got some new games. I I think are kind of interesting. Uh, I've played a little bit of them, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, I there's a yeah, there's some pretty interesting ones in here. It's only about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen games. So only about fourteen new games that I think are kind of interesting. I'll go through the quick ones first. There's this uh. This Mobile Suit Gundam game I got on a PS2. It was pretty interesting. It's like an interesting Gundam game. There's a bunch of those. But yeah, that's cool. And then on PS1, I got uh, some some ones I didn't have. Some ones that are interesting. There's this one game. It looks really weird. It's called... you like a chef. It's called P.O.D. It's like a Doom clone. It's like a weird first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. You shoot aliens and shit. It's really weird. It's like... It's kind of jank. It's not the best, but... Yeah, they... They enough to get it yeah it's a weird first person shooter it's it's really strange uh the next game is the next game i got is uh, a game i i didn't think i didn't have but it's the first rayman on ps1 it's a it's a 2d platformer uh it's got like it's all it's got beautiful music beautiful gra- graphics it's all bright and colorful and cute don't let this game fool you this game is fucking difficult it's one of the most difficult 2d platformers like ever it is so brutal. Oh my god. First Raymond's just like, Jesus. It game just kicks your ass. It does not give a shit. Like, holy shit. So, just, if you ever want to play the first Rayman, uh, yeah, I'd say play Ray, Rayman Origins or something first. That's just kind of like, it, it's alright, but, whoo! So, the next one I got was uh, Capcom Essentials Pack. It's sealed. It comes with a bunch of games on it. It's a big box. It has Super Street Fighter 4, Resident Evil 6, Devil May Cry 4, Dead Rising 2, and Mega Man 10. And it comes with a travel bag. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting. It's like a bunch of sequels. It's like, what if you've never played any of these games? Like Devil May Cry 4, Dead Rising 2, Mega Man 10. It's like all it is is sequels to something. It's like, there's no first game in this entire box. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think it, they were trying to. I know the expansion you're talking about. I think they were trying to. I think they were. Just, it was just an excuse for Capcom to put out to 
have all their latest games in one collection. Uh, yeah, and Mega Man 10 is the one I'm more interested in. It's a download code. So I'm like, even though it's sealed, it would work. But I'm like, no Mega Man 10 on a disc. I mean, I think it's on the Mega Man collection now. But yeah, because I think that's, Mega Man... That's... Yeah. Right. Because yeah, Mega yeah. Man 10 was a download-only <laughs> thing. And then the next game is I like, got a new Wii U game. I don't ever buy those a lot. It's another one of those games that's on Switch because, you know, Wii U games... No, There's no Wii U games that are on Wii U anymore. But it's uh, Captain Toad, the treasure tracker on Wii U. Yeah, I didn't I've have this one. one. It's like a puzzle type game. Yeah, it looks it's pretty cool. Uh, it's like a, it's like a yeah, seventy world. It, 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 I think it's also in the Mario three D world. The where it originally came from. They just fleshed it out into an actual game. I know that Captain Toad like makes a cameo in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. That that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then I got two Xbox One games. Uh, well, one game is an interesting game. Uh, it's called it's an indie game. It's called indivisible backwards but it's like an action rpg it's like an action rpg mixed with a platformer it's like with the 2d art style i'd never heard of it before but apparently it looked pretty good it's, it's, there's so many random xbox one and ps4 games that exist there's just so many it's just so- another it's just another one it's just kind of cool it goes into like it's 2d platformer then it goes into combat where it's like it's like party members and stuff it's another so one of those Wii games, games. <laughs> uh I don't know. But then the next game is uh, it, it's a game that came out this year. The, game, the art's in pretty bad shape, but I paid like five bucks for it at a pawn shop. But it's the uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the new one that came out yeah, in January. I've, I've I, mean, that. I haven't played it yet, but it's very it different it's like from most. Dra- oh, sorry. Do you want to go? Do you want to talk? Oh, no. It looks like an RPG. It's like, it's like an RPG. Goes yes, the that's, what, that's what I was going to say because it's very different from most Dragon Ball Z games because. When you think of a Dragon Ball Z game, you're obviously going to think of like, oh, it's a fighting game. Like, you can play PvP with another person. It's like, no, bitch, this is a very different. This is an action RP- This is an action RPG style game where you have to, like, level up your fighters and, you know, uh, fucking get, you know, items and, you know, get, you know, more experience and attacks and whatnot. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's an action RPG. It's, not something that you've seen like with other Dragon Ball Z games before. Yeah, there's other Dragon Ball Z RPGs, but they're really old and other consoles. But yeah, this it's different than the fighting games. Yeah, for it's sure. Very, yeah, it's very different from the fighting games. Like, it's not my. I'll be honest. Like, it was not my cup of tea. I was not a big fan of it. You know, I when it comes to action RPGs, I I liked Final Fantasy VII Remake a lot better than the Kakarot. That was. And, uh, you know, and, and, I'll, and I'll give it credit where it's due. Like, there were some people who were pissed off of it for a stupid reason, like, that there was no PvP. And it's like, of course not, you idiot. It's a fucking RPG. Why would that have PvP? You're just assuming because it's a Dragon Ball Z game that's automatically a fighting game. No, that's not the case. <laughs> I'll make sure to give it a playthrough, though, to give, to give my thoughts. I'll try, I'll try to play through it soon. It's uh, basically my... just a glorified version of the Dragon Ball Z story. It's... Yeah. Nothing too special to it. Uh, yeah, I'll try opinion. it out. <laughs> then the next game I got is a 3DS game. It's a spinoff. It's a one of a great series. Hey, Pikmin. I don't know. It looks really weird, but like I do love the Pikmin games. If you've never played them, they're they're like a real time. They're like sort of strategy games, but they're like weird. And but this one's like different. It's like 2D. I don't know, but the, I do love the Pikmin series. So I got that. It was cheap at a pawn shop. I was like, dude, I love Pikmin. So I, I feel like maybe I'll, hopefully I'll love that game. 
I don't know much about it though. So there you go. And then the last thing, last few I got, thus I got few PS4 games. It's four of them. Uh, first one I got at a pawn shop. It's the not Modern Warfare, but it's the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. They, they, I remember when this came out. When this like a, originally like a, a pre-order bonus, and then they people got pissed and they're like, "Let's make this. Why don't you just make this a full game where you can buy?" I think that, yeah. I think it is now. So I, I, you I can't do that. that. Yeah, I love the remastered version of Modern Warfare. I used to play that all the time on my Call of Duty uh, Four. Yeah, dude. And then the next one I got is uh comes with a school book. I paid a little up for it, but it looked cool. Uh, it's the King of Fighters 14. It's uh, SN- by SNK, published by Atlas. It's one of their, it's their long-running fighting series that includes all their playable characters from like shit ton of SNK games like Fatal Fury and Samurai Showdown and other series that are just arcade series. Not I guess they're not more than like household names like you know Street Fighter and shit. But you know it it looks fine. It's just like a lot of fighting games now are just like they're good, but like a lot of times there's not really a way to make them like stand out from the crowd. Like back in the like old days, there's like shitty fighting games because they didn't know how to do them. But now everyone knows how to do fighting games mostly. It's like there's a lot of games you can't really, they don't really, you know, like the most special. That one looked cool. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Then the next game was a game I actually got really cheap, and I've been really wanted to try it. I haven't tried it yet, but. From what I see, it looks really good. Have you ever played Neo before? I've heard of it, but I've never played it for myself. It's by Team Ninja. The same people who made the Ninja Gaiden uh, remakes. The, no, the, the, the new Ninja Gaiden game. It's sort of like Dark Souls-ish, where it's like hard, but it's like a, it's like super fast. It's like a super fast action game. It's kind of punishing. Really I mean, that's game. what Ninja Gaiden it looks was. really fun, though. I mean, that's what Ninja Gaiden yeah. was, if you think about it. Because I know, like... Yeah. There was that Sekiro game called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which I think that was made by the same people who did Dark Souls, and yeah, that was basically just software, yeah. that was basically just Dark Souls but Japanese, from what I get. It's, from what I it's like those games, but like way faster. This game's like super fast and like fast paced instead of slow and methodical. Hmm. So, so it looks cool. I mean, I, I wanted to give it a try, and then the last PS4 game is a game. The series I don't know that much about. Those are the game store for $25, and it's like a $75 to $100 PS4 game. Kind of pricey. Ever heard of the Danganronpa series? It's the third yeah, game. I've, 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 heard of, I've heard of those games. It's kind of a weird franchise. It's, I don't quite understand yeah. the story. Isn't it like a bunch of like high school students are in this like fucking battle royale sort of simulator or something? Like It's sort of like a, a visual novel. It's like they're murder or someone... Figure out who yeah. murdered who or something. It's like it's it's weird. I don't own the first game, so I can't really play this yet. But I, it was such a good deal on it. I was like, I have to pick it up. It's so kind of pricey. <laughs> but yeah, it looks kind of interesting. It's probably a game I'd be into if I, because with the good characters and stuff. But then the last game I got is a one of the more pricier Xbox 360 games. There's a reason of it. I, I don't know if you might know about it or why, but it's the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Gold Edition on the Xbox 360. This game's like almost $70 or so on Xbox 360. It's The regular Marvel Ultimate Alliance is fine, but the only reason that this this is, uh, is, this is on it is because it has all the DLC on it, and you can't get the DLC anymore. So the only way to get the DLC is to buy this Gold Edition. 
So that's, I guess that it has makes... to do with the DLC. So there's no yeah. way to get the DLC unless you get this specific version. So <laughs> that's why this game's kind of pricey now, apparently. That actually, so. for that reason, I can see why that's particularly expensive because that's the only way you can get the DLC now, apparently. <laughs> so that, that, I paid 34 it's going for like 70 so I thought it's more expensive for a 360 game so I picked it up so I thought that was more interesting I, I, I'm more of my it's alright but like yeah I just thought it was like that's pretty cool to own so yeah that was all the new games that I got this week alright then well there you go I guess yeah good, good job Jared well I guess with that I guess it's time to call it wraps or call it a wrap. Yeah, fucking tired. Yeah. <laughs> can't th- can't talk straight, but you get what I mean. This has been a pretty good episode of the podcast, I'd say. We haven't had any technical difficulties besides like a couple shit, couple things. We so aren't I, like the PS5 pre-orders. We 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 do we're doing good. Yeah. Besides <laughs> the PS5 pre-orders are doing pretty well. I'm actually pretty proud of myself with how well this podcast turned out. It's I think it turned out better than it and than how it normally does, and you know I think it was and I think it was great to spice things up with those uh, question things. I might keep doing that next week. I have actual things to say. Woo! Yeah, because because for the news story shit, I'm usually just talking out of my ass while I <laughs> say what the news yeah. story is. So this is gonna give Jared like, something more yeah. to do. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yep. I agree. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I try. Man, I try to get an opinion, maybe. Uh, sometimes, days. yeah. You usually just the yes man whenever I just fucking read the stories, and I'm like, all yes. right, yeah. And I was yes. thinking too, like exactly, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because I was thinking, what could I do to give Jared something more, and like the, the question thing might help. So, yeah, because like other what? than that, he's just like my bitch who just says yes to everything I say. He's like my yes, yes. man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I agree. I agree with that statement. You're like uh, Dave Rubin. I agree with that, no matter what the other person says. And yeah, that's too political. But anyways, uh, you know. <laughs> Damn, slipping in that commentary. Oh shit! Slipping in that commentary. Oh shit, son. <laughs> Sliding in there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I guess with that out of the way, like, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We had a lot of fun this week. But, uh, yeah, we will see you all next time. We'll catch you all later. See you later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to watch the Tom and Jerry Gaming Show, be sure to check it out on the Tom Boom YouTube channel. We premiere new episodes every Saturday at 6.15 p.m. And we'll go up on other podcast platforms like this one shortly afterwards. I'll see you all next time.